Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Freeing Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Dukeman. This week, I'm going to be just flying solo. I wanted to take a deep dive into some things that you guys might find helpful. Hopefully, you will. So I wanted to talk about self-care and personal care on a more in-depth level, because when I was uh, being treated for PTSD, one of the things that they talked to me about, that my therapist talked to me about, was was t- being into self-care, doing things that that I wanted to do, that I enjoyed, that fulfilled me, right? Well, when I was in that state, it was really hard to want to do any of those things. My hobbies didn't seem enjoyable. Everything seemed like a chore or some task that I did not want to do. So because of that, self-care was an issue for me. And I would often get asked, how's my self-care going? What am I doing? And I didn't have an answer other than, I'm too busy for that. I don't have time for that. So I wanted to talk about some things that are self-care and just give you some ideas and then talk about how to integrate them into your life without becoming overwhelmed or frustrated in the process. So self-care, personal care is anything that you're doing for you that fills your cup, as I like to say, right? That when you're tired at the end of the day, that maybe it's a hobby, maybe maybe it's just something as simple as uh, going for a walk, right? So good self-care habits, diet, exercise, any of those hobbies that you like to do, even if that's fishing, whatever that happens to be, right? Make time for it. Maybe playing some horseshoes, whatever you got. Um, activities that you enjoy. Maybe it's not a hobby. Maybe it's something that you just enjoy doing with a friend or a loved one. Make time for those. Relationships. It's always important to try to maintain those relationships, but have a have a space for you to have that personal care and that self-care during that time that may or may not involve you and your partner or those that are close to you. Because it's that time that you need to set aside for yourself for what you really need. I also recommend meditation. It took me a long time to get into meditation. And it's a practice, but I've found good results with it. Journaling and uh, maybe just some form of form of communication, whether that's talking with a trusted uh, friend or family member, maybe you're just writing a letter to yourself, whatever that happens to be. Now, I just read a list of things and that could become overwhelming if you think to yourself like, well, how do I integrate all these things? Well, don't. Just pick one and start with it. And I think for me, because I was in a state personally where it was hard for me to want to do anything for hobbies, I really didn't feel like I had time, which affected my relationships, which affected everything that I did, my attitude, outlook on life, everything. It just further was more of a detriment, just furthered along that detrimental path that I was going down. So... One of the things that I would recommend first is probably diet. And and I say that not necessarily because it's the route that I went initially, but because I've learned a lot about how our gut health relates to our mental health. And it gets hard when you're in a bad space to want to cook, to want to eat healthy, because maybe all we want is junk food. Maybe we don't want to have healthy habits. I drank a bunch a ton of alcohol, an unhealthy, dangerous amount of alcohol. So when I say diet, 
it's your overall health too, right? So maybe try to find a diet that works for you, foods that you enjoy, but that are healthy. Part of that that I think is important is that you definitely incorporate lots of fruits and vegetables, but also good things that uh, introduce gut bacteria that you want, right? Like your probiotics, your yogurts. Um, you can take some apple cider vinegar and put it in water and drink that. Um, all sorts of different things, fermented foods like bok choy, or not, excuse me, not bok choy, uh, sauerkraut, any of those things that are fermented, right? Because what they have is good gut bacteria, and that helps to build the gut bacteria in your stomach, which improves your digestive tract, and somehow through the wonders of science, actually helps with your mental health. So I would start with a healthy diet. Doesn't mean you have to quit eating the junk food completely. Just try to taper it back and start there. Give yourself a week or two if you need to, but take that first step. And then I would incorporate something else. And of course, you can do this however you want. These are just recommendations that I've come up with, some things that I've thought of, things that I think worked for me. Personally, exercise. I did exercise. It was kind of difficult for me. Um, and not always having a beneficial result. Um, I figured out that, you know, running on a treadmill and ending up crying for three miles while you're running probably wasn't a healthy thing, but somehow I was relief releasing some emotions during that time and, and obviously working on something, but it wasn't giving me the uplifting effect for some people. That's not the case. We're all different and there's there's many different tools to handle this, right, guys? So just introduce these things slowly. Uh, the hobbies, whatever it is that actually brings you joy, make time to do it. And if you feel like you can't make time to do it, have open and honest communication with your partner and your loved ones to try to figure out a way to give yourself that time. And it's hard to do, but we have to be selfish. A little bit when we're in this state of of healing and that selfishness is just us being willing to put ourselves first and take care of ourselves in a positive way that helps us to heal and to be strong and to be better and to cope with the things that we're dealing with now depending on how you look at things and what you can do Anything will help that's a positive interaction in your life. Meditation is a very positive thing. It's difficult, at least it was for me, to get going. I actually really thought it was kind of a stupid task at first because I couldn't quiet my mind to get anywhere. If you're interested in meditation, there's a lot of great apps out there. I used Headspace to get going, downloaded the app, and... I might have paid a, a fee for it. I don't really remember, but it had a lot of guided meditations and breathing exercises, and it kind of helped you along in that path. And for me, that was a great introduction to meditation. It allowed me to, to ease into it and not say, oh, I'm going to meditate for 15 minutes or something crazy. It would literally start out with like, hey, we're just going to meditate for two minutes. And, and it gave you a little list and times that you can try to do it. like. In the morning, some breathing exercises and some meditation. 
has some different different stuff in there. Um, exercises you can do at night to help you sleep if you're struggling with sleep, which I was also struggling with. And doing these things really helped to reset how my day went. It helped to reset um, not only my morning routine and how I approached the day, but it also changed how I ended the day because I was able to fall asleep in an efficient, productive manner instead of being up all night with anxiety and just sleeping a little bit or falling asleep and being restless the whole night as I just battled in my own head. Um, journaling. Journaling seems like kind of a weird thing to me, at least initially. I never was really into it. I know people journal for a lot of different reasons. For me, what I found effective was to just write down five things I was grateful for. And that can be anything. I mean, you can be grateful for the sun. You can be grateful for a full head of hair, the clothes on your back, whatever that happens to be. Write them down. Start your day with it. And then I would follow that up with five things that I love about myself. For me, that was a little more tricky. But once I figured it out, I could figure out things that I loved about myself. And over the process of doing this repetitively, it changes our mindset throughout the day because we're putting ourselves in a grateful space, even when we're in a dark space. So we just slowly, slowly manipulate ourselves into a positive way. And I think it's so important and it was such a profound thing for me because many of these things I never felt that I had time for. I never felt that they were worthy of my time, even if I did, because I didn't truly understand them and how they worked. Um, I had a hard time even looking into the future enough to have long-term or short-term goals. So doing these simple exercises allowed me to say, well, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to meditate today and I'm going to meditate five minutes. And my goal is in a week, I want to meditate six minutes. And even through the frustrations of not really being able to get into that space, eventually make it through the five minutes, make it through the six minutes, seven, eight, and so on. Now, I think for a lot of the time that I was doing this, one of the other things that I really struggled with was communication with the other people because we don't really want to talk about these things because we're suffering. We hurt. We feel like we're alone. So we're isolating. Find someone that you can talk to, talk to a loved one, your partner, therapist, counselor, friend, someone that you can trust that, that knows that maybe you just need to talk. Maybe you don't even need an answer. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't want their advice. Maybe you do. But whatever that is, set the premise for it and, and take time to communicate. Communicate with yourself in a positive way. I think that's so important as it becomes so easy to have negative self-talk. And when we think negatively about ourselves, we act negatively. And the results are we have a negative life. Things don't get better. We're all going to struggle and suffer from time to time. Everybody does. But we have to teach ourselves to think in a positive way. That, yeah, it's bad, but at least it's not worse. 
or being grateful, like I talked about earlier. <laughs> These things are all important. And it's it's like developing a muscle, becoming stronger at the gym. You have to do it repetitively. You don't do 10 push-ups once and have great arms. It's time and time and time again, repetitiveness. But don't look at it that, hey, I've got to do this exercise a thousand times before before I've mastered it or a hundred times, whatever it happens to be. Just do it once and then and then make a goal to do it again the next day and take things one day at a time. And I think that's important as as you work through the trauma, guys. Um, I know that self-care is a difficult thing and it's hard. But little steps, you're worth the effort. If you don't have the time you do, you just have to find it and make it available for you. And make it a priority. Make yourself a priority. Be selfish. Now, in those things, self-care and personal care alone probably isn't going to be all you need, depending on where you're at. Find yourself a good therapist. Find the treatments that you need. Uh, one of the things that I've been doing is helping people kind of discover what treatment options are best for them, what fits their lifestyle, their schedule, their budget even, and what they have tried that does work, doesn't work, reinforcing the things that do work and getting rid of the things that don't and replacing them with things that, that they can try that hopefully do work. There is no one tool. So sometimes we do have to try multiple things. Uh, one thing I would recommend with your therapist, if you're searching for the therapist, if you're in the market for one right now, search up for one that is specific to your condition, that that's their area of expertise. And it's, it's important because you don't want to go to a therapist that's area of expertise is, you know, working with married couples when you have PTSD. You want the one that that works with PTSD because they've mastered that skill set. And I would just say, guys, take time to know that you're loved and love yourself. Truly learn to love yourself. It's difficult at times if you're in a dark space. But it's a, it's, a, it's a skill that you can teach yourselves and that you can do for yourself. Um, I would encourage anything positive that you do have opportunity-wise to do it, but take time not to get overwhelmed or overworked. Uh, you know, you don't want to spend the whole day sitting in a dark room on the couch but make some time to relax. If that's part of your self-care, maybe when you get home from work, all you want to do is just sit down. Well, set a timer. Give yourself 15, 20 minutes to just unwind and do what you need to do. Maybe you need some time to sit and decompress before you talk with your children or loved ones. If you need to do that, set some time aside to do that. Set a timer. Even if before you go home, you go stop at a park and just sit in the car for 20 minutes and stare out the window and daydream. Do that. Whatever you need to decompress a little bit before you go home. I know for me, 
if I didn't do something to decompress, I got home and I would just be amped up in a tailspin, trying to control every situation that was in the house, trying to make sure that every chore and task was getting done. Thinking that I'm helping the kids with homework, thinking that I'm helping everybody with everything, but all I'm doing is angrily storming around the house, wondering why this isn't in place and that isn't in place and why this isn't done and thinking that it was all on me to do it. We manifest these things in a lot of different ways. So it's important to take that time to decompress and unwind before you even walk through the door to your family. Uh, by doing that, it makes it so you can be a little more present when you get home, when you actually do walk through the door. So you can actually be in a better space to be happy to see your spouse and your loved ones and your children. And maybe even after you get home, you need a little bit of time that, you know, you come home and you spend a couple minutes greeting everybody. And then you go into the, into the bathroom and take a shower or go sit in your room for a minute and decompress a little bit more, whatever you need to do, make it a routine, but communicate with your loved ones that you need this time for your mental health and clarity. It's so important, but it's often so overlooked. Also, I would really say it's for some, it's difficult. Some people don't turn to it. Really make a conscious effort to steer clear of things that are not healthy for you. Try to steer clear of too much caffeine, nicotine, alcohol, the things that actually deplete you more. Um, a lot of stimulants do that. And uh, I mean, alcohol is not a stimulant, but it tends to have the same effect, even, even though it's a depressant. But uh, those things are just a Band-Aid that mask drugs, all that stuff. So really make a conscious effort to steer clear of those things. And if you are using any of those things, consciously try to find something healthy to replace them with. And I know a lot of this may seem like too much or a lot, guys, but break it into small steps. And if you need help, reach out to, to me, reach out to your therapist, reach out to somebody else who who can help guide and mentor you through this because maybe they've gone through it before and they've experienced these things. Definitely don't get overwhelmed. It's easy to say hard to do sometimes, but you you're in control. You're steering the ship and you can drive this as fast as you want, as slow as you want. It's up to you. But choose to continue on the journey even when it gets hard because the reward is far, far greater than what you're going through right now, guys. Um, I would have to say that one of the things that impressed me to talk about some of these things today with you guys and do something different for an episode is because not only looking into my past and how I did these things or didn't do them and dealt with, with the struggles I was going through definitely played an influence, but also as I work with other people who are starting out their journey into healing, many of them struggle from the same things. I mean, for example, just making an appointment to see a therapist for the first time, it was like, ah, I'll do that next week. 
I'll do it tomorrow. I just kept pushing it off, but it isn't until you actually do it. So one of the things I recommend, like when I talk to people, I say, okay, we've identified you're going to, you're going to find a therapist. When are you going to do that? Let's set a goal short term. Okay. So within the next three days, you're going to find a therapist. What are you going to do to find that therapist? Well, Google's great, right? You'd even get some reviews. So that's one route. Is there anybody that you can talk to that maybe has some experience similar to yours and can say, yeah, this therapist is great for this, or this is the type that you type of therapist that you really need. This is the treatment you should look into. That that's so important uh, not to drag your feet when it comes to the therapy, because most therapists are booked out a minimum of two weeks. And if you already are in that space where you know you need help and you need to do something, if you call them tomorrow morning. There's a good chance that you may have to wait two weeks. So don't put it off a week. Don't put it off two weeks. Do it tomorrow. Take those little goals and 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 mark them. Find somebody to hold you accountable if you need to. <laughs> um, identify some things that you think might find that you might find that bring you joy. That will help you to relax, to de-stress, to ease the tensions that you have. Spend time evaluating them. Do they work? Is it is it something that does fill you up or is it awful? If it's awful, don't do it. If it's something that's just okay, maybe you do it a few more times and try. See if it gets better. These things are super important, guys. And I just very much want to share anything that I have with you that may help you. And it's not just on this podcast. This is just one avenue that I have to share what I know, but through social media and whatever that is. And even if, if you need more, if you have a specific question, reach out, we'll talk. I'll set up a time that we can talk on the phone. If you'd like, we can do it through email. We can do it through text, FaceTime, zoom, whatever you guys want. And if it's not with me, that's okay to find somebody to talk to, to get the ball rolling. You guys are worth it. You have value to your life. You have a purpose. You may not know what that purpose is, but it's there. God, the universe, the world, they know you have a purpose. And uh, healing is part of developing that purpose. As you heal, you will strengthen and grow and become a better person. And you will find that you will see yourself eventually on the other side of this and be in a much healthier place than you, than you ever thought you could be. I know this is kind of a short episode guys, and that's okay, but I just wanted to share those things with you. Also exciting stuff going on Friday, June 16th. If you are in the Sandy, Utah area, be sure to get on Eventbrite and register for a free event uh, that Axiom is putting on. It is called Arena Night. It's the second one. I'm going to be speaking at it and talking about mental health and how it can free you when done right. The more that we work on ourselves, the better people that we become and the more free we become. We hold the key 
to unlocking the prison door that we sit behind. It's our choice to sit on the key or to unlock it. Be sure to get out there and to that event, please, if you guys are there. I will put it in the show notes for this podcast. Uh, It's also on my social media. I'd love to see you guys out there, get a chance to meet with you in person, talk with you guys in person. Brittany McQuethy will also be speaking there, my partner. She's going to have a lot of great stuff to share as well. Jake Dancy, who's putting on the event, just an all-around great guy, great friend. Love the guy, and I'm happy that he's putting on the event. He's going to have a lot of wonderful stuff to share too. So please come out and join us. Get a chance to know us, and let's get you guys the help you need. Let's get you guys out there to live your best life and to thrive. Love you all. Thanks for joining us. Well, joining me this week on Freeing Your Mind podcast. We'll see you again next week. Love you all. God bless.